Welcome to the Energy Works radio show. This is Tanya Ormsby and we are talking today about evict negativity. So we all have good days and bad days. There are some days where you feel like you can't take a trick, are struggling to be able to do what you feel is the right thing to do and to be able to keep on purpose and on task the thing that you feel is most important to you. And sometimes we need a little time out to think about what is important to us and what really is the direction that we're going in. If we fail to know the direction that we're going, it's a bit like um, in Alice in Wonderland, the Cheshire Cat asking Alice, you know, which direction you're going. She was asking which way should she turn, but he said, well, you know, where are you going? And if if you don't really know where you're going, it doesn't matter which direction you go. So I guess that the important thing for us is to, to decide what direction we actually are going. And, you know, once we decide the direction and, you know, how it will look like where we're going, then we can decide what's important. And the actual making a decision is very important too because once you make a decision, you're more firm and you're um, able to get some traction, I guess, and to be able to decide, you know, that you really want something. And uh, not being committed is really wishy-washy and, you know, there's no point sort of having half a wish. It's like you have to decide what you're going to do and that you're going to do it. And even, you know, when there may things, there may be things that come against you and that prevent you from doing exactly what you want in the way that you want to do it, it's important to... It's almost like leaning into the wind. You know, it's, there, there will be a wind against you often and you have to decide that, that you're, you're going to do it no matter how much wind's against you or how much things move against the way that you want to go. It is important just to keep going. And so there are a number of decisions and things that we can do to help us to stay on the positive side. As an example, like... I think often having enough sleep is important and as you can probably see by the bags under my eyes, I've been pushing it a little bit the last um, the last few months. So I just got back from um, Jamiloquin on Sunday after teaching the energy works down there and um, it was lovely to be there out in the country and it was relaxing and it was calm but it was still a long drive there and back. So decision to do something is important. Enough sleep is important and, you know, put it all in the right letterbox at night so that your, um, you know, your emotional state is good. Uh, also, your body repairs at night and so you need, you know, complete darkness too to help your pineal gland and to help your body to repair the injuries of the day while you're sleeping. The other thing that I think is important is, you know, how we eat. You know, live food, you know, the, the fresher off the tree, the better it is. And the more, you know, live food, I think the more alive we feel. And the less processed food, the better. And often when we're tired, we want to eat the, the junky processed stuff. We want a quick fix. And, you know, often coffee will come into play there or, you know, sugar or soft drink. All those things come into play, but it doesn't help us to be on the positive side and you often don't realise that less than healthy eating and less than live eating really drains your energy and so it, it and you know yourself I've done it myself you know you eat sugar because you're tired and then after that you 
you you go good for about an hour and then you know the the sugar the blood sugar drops and then you feel awful and then you want another quick fix so then that becomes this negative you know never ending spiral and I think this applies you know not only in our food and our eating and our energy but often in things that we do in life too you know we want something that gives us an immediate return and um, if we don't then we kind of give up but really the things that are most important in life aren't always a quick thing and so it's important to you know have that long-term goal in place and maybe steps along the way so that we um, are able to endure and go in the way that we need to go to get ourselves to where we want to be and you know if we've got some little signposts along the way um, then that's helpful so like when I was driving along you know probably the first major stop was Gundagai and then you know there was uh, the turn off towards Yas not that we actually went there but it's having those signposts along the way and those points of reference and so I think that's important for us too when we're trying to evict negativity that we have signposts we have um, you know long-term goals short-term goals along the way and we have good practices that help us to remain positive so we talked about sleep we talked about what you eat also we must talk a little bit about inflammation there too so some things are more inflammatory than others like um Nicholas Perricone wrote a book oh, it was the, it was about weight loss and he, he was basically a skin specialist and he found when he um, changed people's diets, their skin got better but they also lost weight. And so he, he said the statement, all foods are either um, anti-inflammatory or inflammatory. And so the things that were inflammatory were like sugar and flour, red meat, uh, grains. And so he would have these like top 10 favorite foods and so... He would, he, his middle name should have been Wild Alaskan Salmon because he went on and on about that. But of course that has the omega-3s in it. And so I guess eating food that has omega-3, so uh, some of the seeds and walnuts, are also anti-inflammatory. And eating, you know, um, lots of veggies, again, is anti-inflammatory. And so if we have inflammation in our body, not only do we have pain, but uh, good food to go into our bodies and you know the omega-3s to help our brain to be calm and to be smooth and these are important too in keeping out negativity because if your brain is irritated it's very hard to remain positive and focused on your job. The other thing that would come into play too is to you know to feed your spirit and so you need you know uplifting music and um, uplifting words to read and, you know, taking time to um, pray and to ponder and to meditate. And, you know, it, it, for me, even that's a struggle. Like I, I would pray, I try and pray morning and night, and I try and be still afterwards. And the hard thing is that your mind wants to wander and, you know, run off in other directions. And often it's not in positive directions. So it's important to be able to... To have your spirit be in such a position that it feels calm and it feels connected to God or the universe that, so that we feel that we're actually you know, fulfilling our purpose and that we're helped in our goals and that we're prompted along the way. And I, I've found the more that I can have that peace and that calm, even in the troubled times, is the, the peace and the calm spreads to other people too. And it's almost like we make this circle around us that is calm and peaceful and that people want to be around us because we are calm and peaceful. 
And the more that we can keep that calm, even when the difficulties arise, the more that we help others to do the same. And so it's like this widening circle. You know, we talk about the ripples in a pond. Well, our ripples are able to be calm and peaceful. And even though we strike, you know, huge opposition and we strike, you know, things that go wrong and, um, you know, difficulties to be overcome and we can't see at the time how we could possibly overcome the, the difficulties, it's like we're, you know, on a little tiny, you know, surfboard in the middle of the big ocean in the crashing waves. It's as hard to see that you're going to get to your goal and it's like just to keep paddling and, you know, sometimes it's just holding on and to, you know, do the things that you know you need to do and keep paddling towards the direction that you have to go. And eventually you'll get there, even though at the time you may not see that you're, how much progress that you're making. I would like you to, again, recheck where you're going, you know, that that the way that you've chosen to go and that, that what you're working towards is what you really want. There are times when we... We, you know, we've made a decision and we're working towards it, but we we need to recheck, you know. Does it still feel right? Do I need to tweak it a little bit? Do we need to adjust this direction just a, a bit? And there's nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with, you know, having an evaluation and even having a little meeting with yourself or with those people who love you and what are involved in the way that you're going. So the first place we're going to look is, are the chakras. So the second chakra is what comes comes up and the second chakra is involved with our sensuality, our sexuality, our relationships, our emotions, our intimacy, our creativity, our work and our money and the quality that comes up here is purity and I think there's like purity of being involved in things that are of high vibration. We talk often about the feelings that are high vibration so like joy and um, peace are their high vibration Guilt and shame are very low vibration. Purity is important. So like purity of food, purity of thought, purity of environment, purity of um, spirituality, all those things are important to help that second chakra. And we'll plug in an an oil, um, citrus bliss, and we might just look up an affirmation to go with that. So it's the invigorating blend. The oil of creativity. All right, I encourage myself to pursue my goals. And that's important, isn't it? It's almost like you have to have a rah-rah meeting with yourself. I enhance my true creative powers by letting go of old limitations and securities. So that's important. The other thing that's involved here too with the second chakra is allowing offence by others' actions. Now, while some people do things that are offensive, we always have a choice whether we're going to be offended. And we always have a choice of who we hang around and who we, um, you know, choose to spend our time with. Now, sometimes in a work situation you may not, but it's almost like you can cast a um, a protective barrier around yourself to help you to uh, be protected from other people's negativity and protected from people that are of low vibration. And, you know, knowing that you always have a choice and knowing that you can surround yourself with good things and good music and even, you know, if you're an essential oil person, you could put, uh, you can have a small diffuser on your computer um, that would help um, have a good uh, vibration around you. All right, so um, I'm in touch with my feelings. And our feelings are really our guidance system. I am enough. 
And that's a, a hard one. Sometimes we don't feel like we're enough. We feel like we'll be enough when we've got to our goal, but not before that. So now we want to go into our mind. So some things happen in our lifetime. Something's uh, to do with how we relate to other people. Uh, something's to do with our families. And, you know, some people feel that their families are only there to give them a body and allow them to be alive. But I think even the most difficult families still... Um, provide opportunity to give us strength. All right, the old patterns of lack and loss are replaced with plenty and abundance. We easily forgive past offence and forget family feuds. Family occasions bring joy and love. And for some families, it's harder work to do that. And, you know, you may need to do more preparation to ensure in, in the family situations that, you know, the food is taken care of, that the food is good and, and uplifting as well, that we might have nice music playing in the background or, you know, an essential oil diffusing um, to help lift the, the vibration of of our home or the place where we're getting together. Now, this is not always possible and sometimes you have to be the diffuser and put the oils on you. We provide a shoulder to lean on for each family member as they need or want it. And sometimes that's the most important thing. We may be upset with our family members or with our work people or those around us and, um, you know, want them to change their direction or what they're doing. But often the way to do it is to be able to listen to them and, and let them air, you know, things they're struggling with. Sometimes just being a listening ear is enough to help someone get from the stuck place they're in. So, you know, that means for us too to have someone that we can talk to to be able to offload the things that bother us or, or, you know, if we can't have someone to speak to in this journal. But sometimes when we provide um, the listening ear for someone else, we help them to be able to offload what's holding them back and to be able to take that next step into where they should go. And, you know, most things in life we have to lead by example. All right, so we're going to go into the meridian system now. So stomach meridian comes up. The stomach meridian runs a lot along the front of the body and uh, particularly like even on your face, like in the creases under your, in, in the eye sockets, there's a little crevice. So along there and along like the front of your face, up into your temples, along the front of your neck here and even over the front of your chest, over your ovaries even if you're a woman and down the front of your legs to the outside of your second toe. You could get problems along the meridian, but also this meridian can be involved um, being anxious and being um, worried and you know, not being able to get the most out of life. So if you think about someone having asthma and being scared to breathe, it's like someone with um, stomach issues, they're almost scared to digest life. And so we need to be able to you know, take a good breath of air and we need to be able to, um, you know, digest our food and digest our life to be able to get the most out of our life. So you could get jaw pain, of course, if stomach movement is involved. You could get leg pain or you could get, you know, gut problems, reflex, blood, you know, acid reflux, burping, bloating, all those sort of things. All right, and what the emotion that comes up here is being overly sympathetic. So it could be to yourself or to other people. And it's okay to have empathy for others and it's okay, you know, to see that some people have a hard time. But being too sympathetic is unhealthy to the other person because then we're giving them an out and not helping them to remain responsible 
for their own goals and for their own life. And, you know, we, we can take it out when things are tough. And, you know, we all do. I have times when I'm having a whinge and a moan and, and carry on. And luckily I have good friends to listen to my, um, my tale of woe. But they also encourage me to keep trying and not to give up. And I think that's very important because if we get too sorry for people, we are giving them the opportunity to not follow their goals and then they will not be happy in the end. All right, and we're going back into the mind. And I've just got some affirmation I want to use about ourselves. Uh, I accept love. I easily listen to my inner voice. And now we're going to go back into the chakras and we want to go into um, the tenth chakra. It's our connection to the sun and it's life-giving energy. It's like integrating both sides of life too. We have the, the night and the day, the light and the dark, the masculine and the feminine, the pain, the pain and the joy, the fear and the faith. And so, you know, have, needing both. If we didn't have any fear we wouldn't be able to uh, exercise our faith. And also we need to feel a little bit of the fear, like momentum, you know, like if, like if I had to play the piano exam, if I'm too fearful, I, my fingers wouldn't work. But if I have a little bit of fear, it's like that little bit more adrenaline to help you actually pull the rabbit out of the hat. So it's involved here in living your life's purpose and experience, experiencing and incorporating the entirety of life's experience, the good, the bad and the ugly. And, you know, often we don't want to hear about the ugly, but we actually need both to help us become what we're supposed to become. And weight issues can come up here too. And a balance of rest and play. And sometimes that's hard. And I think, um, you know, being at the point now, for me, at this, at this end of the year, I really need some downtime and some rest time. And I'm sure, you know, each of us go through times of intense um, activity and intense um, effort. And, and that's fine as long as there's the times of the intense rest and balance. And we're going into the aura now. So the aura has layers and the seventh layer, which is uh, also associated with um, you know, this connection to God or the universe. Now the Celtic weave. So somebody's Celtic weave, which is like this energy field that weaves around itself continuously. And if you think about it, it's like us reweaving our life too. We, we can keep being stuck in the same ruts and the same way of thinking. Or we can try and learn and to grow and to keep thinking about different ways to approach our problems and different ways of thinking. And in that way, we can too reweave our lives. So, and somebody's lower body, uh, lower back area. And it's also got a generational component to it on dad's side and dad's dad. And the feeling of being galled. When we feel galled, um, we, we can waste a lot of energy being horrified about how other people do things. And, you know, some people don't do things the right way, but we can choose to be offended or not and remove ourselves from the situation. And even if we can't physically remove ourselves from the situation, we can put up our boundaries and uh, our little force field. And, and um, even though people might throw things at us, we can step back and let it fall on the ground rather than land on us. And now we're going to go into the 12th chapter which is the universal chakra. And it's like the doorway into ascension. So when this chakra begins to open up, the veil of the mind fades away and it's like our, we're developing a universal consciousness where we're more connected to the divine and the entry into like enlightenment. And I guess it's the way to advance our spiritual abilities. And I think we all have um, spiritual abilities. 
um, often we don't realise it, and I certainly didn't realise it, you know, until maybe about six years ago, until I, um, you know, started to learn energy work. So it's been um, an ongoing journey into which you learn to trust more your intuition and what you feel in your heart and in your mind, and you know the impressions that you feel that uh, will help you to to make good decisions, to help the people around you, to be who you're supposed to be, to you know live life at a higher level. And the important work here is neutrality. So sometimes we are very fiery. I can be really fiery about a topic and, you know, get all head up about it and, you know, can't see the other side of the story and, you know, get so emotional about it that I'm not making a good decision or I'm not seeing both sides of the story. And, you know, in every situation there is good and bad and, you know, we need both sides of it to help us make progress. If there was not negativity we we would not be able to develop a stronger positivity. We actually need that negativity to be able to grow our muscles against it. And so all the you know the difficulties that we face in life are part of this growth. And it's like gravity. Our bones need gravity to be strong, and yet gravity makes fall. But we need that gravity. So um, what comes in here in chakra twelve is fear of leaving the planet and fear of illness the questioning of one's own reality. And sometimes some of the things that uplift are um, like feeling oneness, also giving up perishable things, or possessions, authority, um, and the things that will help are like uplifting music and solitude. All right, I have gifts and talents that are beyond comprehension. And some gifts are like that, aren't they? Some people just have the gift of knowing um, a good decision or, or knowing which way to go or knowing how other people feel. Okay, all right, a little bit of generational stuff here. Mum's side, mum's mum. And it may not just be mum's mum, it could be her sisters or, you know, aunties or like other relatives of that family line. And the fourth chakra is involved here, which is loving and being loved and forgiving. And also someone's timeline, so something in their life. Age 10, and again that feeling of being galled. And age 17, age 20, 25, and also age 5 is coming up. And the feeling of nervousness. And I trust myself completely. I love myself even when I fall. I have strong, healthy boundaries. And we might put a question in here, you know, why do I so easily have strong, healthy boundaries around negativity? I am stronger than any negativity. I easily evict negativity. Okay, that's a bit stronger. Some people um, have designed their own boundaries. So if you, um, you know, have to be a little bit imaginative here to think about how the boundaries around your energy field would look. Some people describe it as like Teflon or other people, you know, it could be glass, but really strong glass so that you can still see and understand and give to people but without letting in any negativity. And, you know, it could be decorated. Some people use, um, do meditation of white light, you know, to bring in light from the universe. And, and or in my case, I would think it would be the saviour, but it would still be the same light. And to bring that into yourself and to um, help um, allow that glass into you, so let that light into your glass and to help it to shine and help 
you to shine and you know the more that we follow our purpose and we you know we strive one step at a time one small step at a time to be who we're supposed to be the more that we are strengthened as we do it and we're able to see the negative things and not fall down as we see them we're able to observe and you know keep walking and not allow ourselves to fall down or to be brought down now having said that there are still some days that we will be brought down and you know we need our phone our friend or you know time in meditation or you know to read something uplifting or to have a little poem or something that we have handy to grab onto when we are struggling something that we know will uplift us and even if you change the front of your phone screen that you have something positive there and you know it can change week by week have a have a scripture or a poem or something that uplifts you that will help you to be stronger and more positive and to be able to you know anytime a negative thought sneaks in you have you have the tool ready there to go to help evict that all right and also i love getting feedback from the radio show um suggestions improvements topics all helps me to be able to do it and um, I love to help. It gives me great pleasure to help people. So if you can point me in the direction that you need help in, that makes a big difference. And apart from that, I wish you a great day. Have your boundaries up, ready to go, with uh, you know decorated in a, in a nice way so that you can still be strong even in the place where there may be negativity. And... Um, Bid you goodbye. Have a great day.